Welcome to the Digital Marketing Extreme Podcast, the podcast where I explain all the digital marketing methods to help your business raise awareness, get more leads, and make more sales. Hello, I'm your host, Matt Wasik. I run the website digitalmarketingextreme.com. It is your source for digital marketing tips and techniques for your home service business. In this episode, I want to share with you how to create a contact page on a WordPress website. The contact page is one of the standard website pages that all websites should have. The contact page should display your contact details like phone number, address, and email address. The contact page can also include a website form to fill out and submit. Finally, I want to demonstrate how to add a website form to your WordPress website. Hope you enjoy it. The audio for this podcast is from a video I created, so if you want to see the visual elements, please check out the show notes for a link to our website. Thank you. I'd like to talk about how to create a WordPress website contact page. So, what is a website contact page? Basically, a contact page is one of the typical website pages you'd put on your website. <clears throat> so, it's, a, it's one of the standard pages, but it's also a way then you can list all your contact details. Again, this is sort of just one of the norms that people expect to have on a website page, which is a ton- contact page. And then on that page, you'll be able to list all your contact details. And those contact details can basically be any way that you'd like someone to reach out to you or your company. So phone number, if you have that, definitely an email address. Um, If you have a physical location, you can put that there too. If you do have a physical location, it is helpful on your contact page to add some sort of link to different mapping software so that basically if they click on something, uh, especially if they're on their smartphone, it can bring up a set of directions automatically because you've integrated that uh, technology in there. If you happen to be a service area business, meaning that you go out to other people's uh, homes to perform your services, um, you may have an area that that um, range that you do your um, services. So having that information on your contact page too helps because again, if you can't serve that person, you might as well tell them up front why they're trying to contact you. One nice thing to put on the contact page is basically a contact form, which is another way of saying a website form. So a technology where people input data into uh, fields that have titles and then submit that information. The reason this is nice is uh, they um, don't have to have an email program. They don't have to give you a call. They can basically just type in the information. You also can ask in effect by the fields that you want to have filled out if there's specific questions you need answered to kind of move it on where if say for example on an email if you just have an email link and they send an email you may have to have a back and forth conversation because you didn't get all the information you get up front so a website excuse me a website form is a nice thing to have And then what happens after that web form is filled out, there's usually a submit button. And then that information the website takes together and will actually uh, send a message. But it is nice on these cases to add a little more extra technology to that. So, for example, that maybe the person who's submitting, if they leave their email address, they get a notification back that you actually received their uh, information from the contact form. And then course, you get a notification that somebody submitted something on there. So the submit button can actually do a few different things. 
And then finally, uh, once you've got this uh, contact page created, you want to go ahead and put links to it on different places. So it should be one of the things that's in your main menu, but also people sometimes scroll down the bottom in your footer and look for the contact information there. So a couple uh, good places to put that so people where they typically look for it. So let's go ahead and do a demo on a contact page. So first, um, we're going to go ahead and create a contact page. Um, again, we're using WordPress as our website platform. We'll then go ahead and install a WordPress plugin that will help to uh, enable the form to show up. Uh, we'll then add uh, that form to the page, and then we'll test it to show you how the whole thing works together. Okay, let's go ahead and I'll show you how to create a contact page in WordPress, add a form to it, and um, how to submit that form and what's the result of that. So. Um, since again we need to create this page, we want to go ahead and log into our WordPress website. So you'll go ahead and go to your website um, that hosts your uh, WordPress website. Go ahead and log in, which again would be the URL slash WP admin. That would take you to your uh, login screen where you'll enter your WordPress uh, username and password to log in. And then once you're on your WordPress dashboard, we're ready to go ahead and get started with the actual steps. So the first step is you need a page in order to make your contact page. So again, there's a couple of different ways to do that. Uh, well here we'll go to Pages and All Pages. And technically you already have one, but I'll go ahead and just create a second one just so again you can be refreshed on that step. So Pages, we just say Add New. We'll go ahead and give the page a title, so we'll call this Contact page and just type in some uh, sample text here. Okay, everything's good there. Um, if we wanted to, um, there are a couple things you might choose to do. One, we gave the title of a contact page um, and that's what's going to come up in the um, URL. Uh, again, uh, you can call it contact, contact page, contact us. Um, I'd probably say go with just the word contact because this is a test page and we already have the real one set up. Um, I'll just let this one go, but be aware of what that full URL is. Anyways, once you have your information, go ahead and just hit publish. And we'll go ahead and view the page. And there's our contact page with sample text. So we'll go ahead and go back to our uh, all pages. And we'll go ahead and create the, uh, delete that page we just created because, again, we're going to go ahead and use the one that has already been created here um, for a different tutorial I did. So, again, just view this contact page that I previously created. So, again, just contact page. This is a contact page. Here's the URL slash contact, and it's already been integrated into the menu up here. So the next step we want to do on our contact page is actually add a website form so that we can have people enter their information and submit it. So the way we need to do this is first to add a WordPress plugin that will give us that form technology. So we'll go ahead and back to our dashboard. We'll go to our plugins. We'll hit Add New. And now we're going to go ahead and search one. So the plugin I've selected for this uh, experiment is ninja forms so just type in ninja forms and hit search and there it is so go ahead and install that 
Uh, the reason I picked Ninja Forms is a couple. One, it does have a free version to get started with, though there is a paid version. And it uh, creates a default form, so you don't even have to worry about that. And it records the information that is submitted into the form into the database, uh, WordPress database. So you don't lose the information there. There are many other form plugins that work with WordPress and you're more than welcome to use those. Uh, again, I'm just showing you this uh, plugin do the situation or do the <clears throat> things I just mentioned. So now that this has been installed, we'll go ahead and activate it. And we'll see that it is in an activated state. So now we'll notice over here in our dashboard navigation, we now have a Ninja Forms one. So we'll go to Ninja Forms and Dashboard. And we'll see by default that we already have a Contact Me form created. So let's go ahead and just take a quick look at that form. So we can just click on the name here. And this opens up into the form field. So we'll notice that this default form already has a name field, an email field, a message field, and a button. And this is kind of one of the reasons I like Ninja Forms because you're done. That's your typical form and you may not need to add anything else to it. However, if you want to, uh, there are ways to do that. So we could basically change, click up here on the form field. We have the ability to hit a plus sign here and then we get the large amount of different types of fields that we can use. So these are typically a um, single line text one. Um, the message is probably a paragraph text one. And there are different ones if you wanted a checkbox or a date picker or image or radio. And then there's even some additional ones that have special uh, attributes around them. So like for example, the email field will already kind of do some error checking to make sure it's an at sign in it and things like that. Uh, again, first name country. So again, there's lots of different ways you can customize this one, including some layout ones and some other miscellaneous fields. Again, much more than what we want to do just to get a simple contact form on our website page. But again, there are ways to continue to uh, enhance this form. If you were to uh, hit done there, now we're back into these. If you hit the little uh, gear up here, you have the ability to duplicate it, delete it, or edit it. So we'll go ahead and do an edit. And we'll see that we can change a label. So if we said uh, first name, for example, then we'll see that change over there. We'll go ahead and just leave this as full name. Um, you have the ability to make it a required field, and that's that little asterisk. So if somebody doesn't fill in information, it will um, come back and remind them to do that. And then here under display, there are a few other things you can do. You can uh, have a default value that will show up, a placeholder that could uh, show up. So let's say, for example, enter your name here. And if you wanted to put a description and things like that. So we'll go ahead and hit done. And then we'll see it says enter your name here um, as a placeholder there. So that's just sort of what that does. We'll go ahead and erase that. Again, just show that really you don't have to do any of this to get going. Um, we'll just quickly look at the email. Again, very similar in what it's doing there. And we'll finally look at the message field and see again the uh, pretty much similar things there. So anyways, pretty much done there. 
Next, we'll go over here and look at emails and actions, and we'll see that there's a bunch of different uh, things that are said here. Uh, we'll come back to that in a second when we look at um, how the email is sent and if we want to make some changes there. And then finally, we'll look at the advanced one here, which are a few other things. But again, let's just get to integrating it and we'll come back to some of these. So now that we have everything kind of want, again, we didn't even need to change this. We'll go ahead and hit publish and X to go back to the dashboard there. Okay, we're back to there. So there's a couple different ways to put this on the page. Um, one is again, um, a WordPress technology called a short code. So we'll keep that in the back of our minds. So what we're going to do is kind of keep two screens open so we can go back and forth on this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go up here to pages and all pages, but this time I'll just right click and say open link and new tab. So I kind of go back and forth without having to do as many clicks. Okay, so now we're going to go ahead and edit the contact page. And we want to add the uh, ninja form onto this thing. So here's our contact page, our title, our text, which again, you can put anything you want. So we want to go ahead and add that form. So we'll kind of hover around till we get the little plus sign here to add a block. We'll do that. And we'll now see um, there's actually a ninja form block. We'll go ahead and click on that. And then we can drop down this and select the contact me form there. And there is our form there. Let's go ahead and do a quick preview. We'll do a desktop preview. Okay, so we have our title, we have the text we had, uh, the form itself is uh, putting a headline there called contact me, and again, I may put in this warning that fields marked with a red asterisk are required, and everything's there. Looks pretty good. We'll go ahead and update our page for that. And we'll view the page. And everything's looking really good. So basically to step back and uh, kind of update where we are, we created a page, we installed a plugin, in this case Ninja Forms. We accepted its default form and we added it into our page and updated it. And lo and behold, we have a contact form page. So now what do we do? Well, if you're a user, you would... Uh, I mean, sorry, if you're a visitor to your website, you would fill in that information. But we're a little unsure what happens after we hit the submit button. So let's go back into our uh, form and check out a few other things while we're there. So as I mentioned before, when we were in edit, there was a way to look at different things. So now is when we want to find out what those settings are and then change those for ours. So not the forms field but actually the email actions ones. So we see that there's a few different things automatically turned on here. One is this store submission, which in this case um, we won't actually use. We're more interested in the email confirmation. And we'll see that by default, so a confirmation is the one that's gonna go to the person that submitted it. So we'll see that it's action name, we could, of course, change that. The uh, two is set to this kind of uh, personalized thing. So email or field-email 
fields refer back to the form fields and we had the one that's called email. So whatever they type in to the form in email will automatically be put in here. Uh, we can control the subject and we can control the email message. This point, there's this kind of, again, uh, dynamic uh, code here that says all field table will be put in there. But if you kind of go over to these different options here, in addition to if you just, um, well, let's just do that. We'll call this, this is the body text. But if we wanted to add, say, the name specifically point out, we'll see up here we have the ability to look at those different fields. So we have the field for the name, the email, or the message. Um, you can actually pull a whole bunch of stuff from WordPress. Um, again, there's even other information uh, from there. So again, these are just dynamic uh, fields, or excuse me, dynamic data that occurs because of this that you can add into the email to kind of uh, do, in effect, merge ma mail, to use the old Microsoft Word thing. So just again, to see how this is, we'll go say, um, we'll use name, and then we'll insert the name field right there, just again, see how that is. Um, again, for some reason you could do that, and then if you wanted to add attachment. So, We've kind of finished that. So again, the com in this case, and again, you can name it anything you want. It happens to say email confirmation. This is the email that goes back to the person who submits the uh, form. Now we'll go ahead and look at email notification. And in this case, we'll see that the email notification goes to the system admin email. So this is the email address that is the main one for the WordPress website. And the reply to is the email that was typed in in the field. The subject is automatically new message from, and then they uh, insert the name that was put there. And then the email message has the message and the name and the email. So again, this is all done for you. Now, one thing I would suggest changing here is probably the system admin email because it may or may not be the one that you're expecting um, if you don't remember what you set up your WordPress admin is. But in case you're wondering, let me show you how to check that. So if we go back into here, again, I just open up another tab so I, again, don't have to keep uh, closing different things. The way to check that is actually in your dashboard, go down to settings and general. And we'll see that our administrative email address list right here, home services company WA at gmail.com is our system. So if that email matches what you want, great. If it doesn't, then this is the place where you want to change that to be a different um, who the notification email is being sent to. So we'll go ahead and leave it as is just to see how it works. And then finally, we'll look at this success message indicator here. And so the success message is actually what occurs when the form is actually submitted and then it is shown on the page. So it's going to automatically say form submitted successfully, a confirmation email sent to field colon email, which again is the email that was entered in the field. So again, that's another benefit. All this is already set up by default when you do Ninja Forms. So really, you can almost just take it as is. So finally, let's go ahead and watch this run through the entire uh, process. Okay, so we'll go back to our contact page. One good thing when you're making changes and you have multiple windows like that, just go ahead and do a refresh so that you make sure you get the latest information. And we'll go ahead and uh, type in the information. So for the name, we'll type in 
test name for the email. Um, just to make it easy, I'm going to use the same email for both of them. Um, again, slightly confusing. Oh, here's a perfect example. When I clicked away, it said, hey, there's nothing here. This is a required field. And that's actually kind of cool. Um, in fact, actually, let me erase that. And oh, there it goes. Comes up again. We haven't seen it here, but let's just try to submit here. And again, we'll see that the submit button's actually grayed out. So again, great feature built in that you don't even have to worry about. So we'll go back to test name, paste in that. And you know, just because this is required and now the submit button is active, let's go ahead and try to submit it. And again, we see that that one's there. So that's where, again, those uh, required fields are great. Okay, so we basically entered the information we want. We got our name, an email, and our test message one, and go ahead and submit. It says processing. And we'll see that it automatically removes the form and puts in this information. If we recall, this was exactly what was in the uh, success. Um, here, I'll just show you again. So we put um, context together with what we're doing. That was the success, success message that popped up. Um, so that's basically how this works to go through. Okay, so next let's go ahead and check our email. Uh, address and see that information um, and what those email notifications and confirmations were. So I've logged into my Gmail account and I don't actually see the messages here but unfortunately if you go down through you'll notice in our spam folder we'll actually see those two messages. So um, sometimes they show up as spam and that's just unfortunately part of the, uh, the problem. So we'll now go ahead and look at the results of this, but let's again compare these back to the form builder. So we have the uh, email confirmation here and the action name, the two and the subject. So the subject is submission confirmation. So if we go back into our email, there the subject line. Um, again, this is partly why it was marked as spam because it thinks it might actually not have come from it. Um, part of this is to do with the fact that it's us sending it, checking it from that email. So Gmail is saying, hey, I didn't send it, so this might be fake. Um, again, this is, <laughs> shall we say, it's subject for another <laughs> lecture. Um, but anyways, um, we'll go ahead and see that there's, this, there's the title. If we go back to the form builder, we'll see that the email message, this is the body text, and there's this is the body text, and then the automatic field name and all fields. We'll see that basically there is the name, test name was automatically, and then this text right here is the actual one that is the all uh, field subject there. Let's go ahead and go back there and we'll look at the second one. So we'll go ahead and open up the email notification one here. And again, we'll see that the subject is new message from and then automatically inserting the uh, data that was put in the name. So if we go back here, we'll see new message from test name. Again, same thing. Warning about phishing, test message one, test name. We'll go back and we'll see that there's the message and the field name. So hopefully that shows how these two relate to what you're uh, sending based on the settings that you've put into the form itself. 
So the last thing I just want to go over real quick is just a few uh, bits of information about Ninja Forms, just to again show you where there's more information you can do. So if we go back to the beginning and we're in the dashboard for the form. Uh, again, we're in the dashboard here. We'll notice that it has the form, so you could have more than one. You can add new to create those. So again, you can use these for other places you might want to enter information on your website. Um, there are different services that Ninja Forms can allow, and there's ways to uh, integrate this with a number of different services and different things. Uh, one thing about Ninja Forms, um, basically to add additional functionality, you need to pay for that. So this is sort of what's called a freemium model. You get the free plugin, but then if you wanted to do things like multi-part forms or conditional logic, um, you can actually go and click learn more, which will go out to the Ninja Form site and it'll talk about that feature and uh, have different options if you want to buy that for pricing. Uh, one great thing on the forms is we can actually look at the submissions. So if we go ahead and hit submissions here, we'll see which form. We'll go ahead and click the first one, which is contact ID one. And then we'll see that information shows up. So here's the fields we created, name, email, message, and the date. So if you didn't get the email for whatever reason, like again, it was marked as spam, you can always come back in here to the submissions and uh, look at the information that's uh, actually been input on the form and you can download it. So that's a great thing. Um, you can import and export information in Ninja Forms. There are then some settings that you can do if you want to choose how different things look in Ninja Forms. So again, there's lots of information here. Um, there are ways to get uh, additional help uh, on Ninja Forms. So um, documentations here, you can actually submit a report, report request. And then finally, as I was mentioning with the uh, fact that this has a premium model, um, you can again buy different things and stuff like that. So to again summarize what we've done basically is we have created a uh, page. We then downloaded a plugin, in this case Ninja Forms, in order to put a contact field there. We then uh, looked at the different default options that are already present. We did a test by inputting information. And then we checked the results, which are email confirmation back to the person that submitted, plus an email notification to us so that we know somebody submitted things. And then we looked at uh, ways that we could enhance this by adding on different paid features within Ninja Forms. So I hope this uh, explains how to basically set up a contact form for your website, add a form to it, and how the email works with that. Hope this helps. So some conclusions about a contact page. Again, a contact page is a place where you put your contact details. So things like phone number, email address, physical address you have. Uh, a lot of contact pages have a website form because it makes it easier to send, uh, fill out all the information and send without having to worry about starting an email program or anything like that. Uh, when you submit your form, you're actually typically going to want to send that as an email, definitely to yourself, but maybe as a notification back to the person submitting. And you want to put your uh, contact page in multiple places on your website so people can find it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to learn more about how digital marketing can help your business, please check out our website at digitalmarketingextreme.com. 
Again, that is digitalmarketingextreme.com. Until next episode, this is Matt Wasik wishing you the best success in all your business endeavors. Later.